All I can say is I hate the Packers. How many of you hate the Packers as much as I do? It's it's almost hard for me to even come on here. It's it's almost shameful how much we've been beaten down by this team. And I know that all of you feel the same way. It's quite honestly fucking ridiculous. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to make this a positive show tonight. We really are. But I think there's a lot of bitching that's gonna happen tonight, and I'm gonna be one of them. And there's going to be a side of me that you probably haven't seen come out yet because I am fucking sick of the fucking Packers. So, we have a good show for you tonight with our buddy Dan Aguirre and, of course, Cliff Victoria with his Cliff Notes. We have a special little surprise after the Cliff Notes. So, Kitty, let's just kick this shit off. country where is it it's in your man cave your home your car your local bar city, state, it's across the world, it's in your heart, and it's here, the Bears Country Podcast. is a long freaking season it's it's a long season they've added one game so it, it's it's an even longer season and here we sit at three and ten when i, I can't even believe i predicted them to be 11 and six i mean i maybe i'm just um uh a little bit of a homer so I really thought with the schedule that they had and you know everything else, extra playoff game, extra you know uh, game in the season, they, they could they could make the playoffs. And uh, well, it's here we are again with our dicks in our hand after another Packer loss. and I I'm not even sure, but I think I saw the stats or that. Matt LaFleur is undefeated against us. Am I wrong about that, Dan? Unfortunately, you are not. I think he's 8-0 now, 7-0, 8-0. Yeah. I think it's 8-0. Yeah. The last time we won against him was Mitchell Trubisky clinching the division in 2018 with a big touchdown pass to Trey Burton, the man who would be afraid to play in the playoffs. Thank you, my historian friend. Uh, I... Uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard being a Bears fan sometimes, isn't it? 
it, it, we put all of this, everything into the Bears. You know, it, how much time and energy that the two of us took, plus our dogs, to come home multiple times this year to, to see the Bears. You know, it, it, our love for the team is so just bountiful that it, all we want is a fucking Packers win and we can't get it. And this asshole comes into our stadium again and he pulls out a win after looking like shit for three quarters of the fucking game. And so I, I am going on my rant now. Where's my goddamn... Where's my ticker taper there, kitty, with a fucking extreme Packers fucking hatred rant right now? I'm over it, Dan. I thought we were going to get one of these games, and we're, we didn't. And fuck, just one game. I know it's going to help our draft capital. No, I don't want to. I don't want to talk. Yeah, about but I, exactly. <laughs> That's what fuck I told Jimmy Bonds. I was like, please, let's not try to sugarcoat this loss by saying it helps the, the draft. Nothing helps yesterday. Nothing. 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 I'm sorry. I can't be positive. There's nothing to be positive about after yesterday. Oh, well, maybe because Fields was like 22 or 26, but the game still ended with two picks. Right. And I love Fields, but it, he did. He got paid. The one wasn't his fault. The one was clearly St. Brown's fault. And then the Packers caught him a scrub after the game. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Was... Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we got their scrubs and, and, uh, the second pick, I guess, is Fields' fault, and it, and we lose again. Mm -hmm. And fucking Santos, I don't know what the hell's going on with him. Why don't we try out uh, the fucking punter at PATs? <laughs> Seriously? At this point, I'm willing to go for two on every play. I'm sick of him missing extra points. What is that, five this year now? Five or six, it feels. I, I would bring people in on Tuesday just to kick in front of him. I know it's a bye week, It's it, it, especially – this Tuesday to be like, look, bro, you're not like uncuttable. Is that a word? Right. Uncuttable. We can release you and you, I don't know if you've gotten complacent or what, but you, you don't, you have accuracy with it up to about 48 or 49 yards. You can't make long kicks as it is. Mm -hmm. And now he's missing the fucking extra points right, just over and over. So I, I think, you know, we, we said this yesterday off air, let's assume when we're down to, that Fields drives us down the field and it comes down to a Santos kick. I was like, he's going to miss. Yeah. He's going to fucking miss the game winning field goal. And I would have cut him after the game, too. I felt the same damn thing. Like, why even bother trying to put him out there to, for another field goal? Just go for it on fourth down. Just make it a pass. Make it something that there's a pass that Fields can at least scramble around and get a first down out of if they need four yards, you know, like on a fourth and four, like, fuck it's the, 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 the missing of the PATs this year has been freaking ridiculous. Basically it comes down to it. If it's raining, do not put him in there to kick a, a point after attempt. Or if it's windy, he can't handle wind either. Right. He should be kicking in, in a dome somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it was a 15 mile an hour wind yesterday. I mean, you could hear it when the refs were talking, blowing in there, probably just the way he was standing. But, you know, 15 miles an hour is, I guess, enough to put a fucking he, – he, the field goal he made was from the same distance practically. So, 
Oh, it's just frustrating when you like we didn't lose the game on special teams, but we've lost a lot of games on special teams this year because of special teams. So they find new ways to lose. And it's it's see to me, and I'm sure you feel the same way, it's not like I'm watching the 2022 Bears shit their pants in the fourth quarter or get conservative in the third quarter and and blow a lead. I've seen this story for the last, since 1992, the last 30 years, over and over and over. Now, there have been a couple of games the Bears won within that when Lovey started to flex his muscles a little bit, 05, 06, 04, that era, 07. But for the most part, since Mike Ditka, from Wanstead on, they've been kicking our ass. And it's like, it's not like I'm just watching that game. I'm thinking about games from 94 and five and six. And so it's just like, it's hard to be positive. And you, you knew once the score was 16 to 10 and you missed that, that PAT, it was like, just, just suck the fucking life out of everyone. Because you knew at that moment, either we're going to lose by, we're going to, well, at that point, I just thought we're going to lose by a point. You know, it's that fucking simple. And then they kicked that field goal and went up by a point, and I thought, we're going to lose by the, that point. And then, of course, you know. Then we can't stop an end around. Right. With Christian, with their rookie. That it, 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 here, who should here have gotten a, he should have gotten a 15-yard taunting penalty when he scored, by the way. Oh, yeah, right. Remember that year when they were all over that shit? Yeah, like last year when we were in Pittsburgh and they called a taunting penalty for no reason on the linebacker. The the guy did his little karate kick. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday he's showboating into the end zone, diving and flipping around all this shit. And yeah, no flags thrown, though. They're allowed to jump in the stands, too, because they're Green Bay. No other team can do that. They said it was grandfathered in. And we saw the same exact pass interference penalty against the Packers that we saw against the Bears that they didn't call. And we we both fucking said, if that was against the Packers, they would have called that on them. Right. The, yeah. But when... Uh, this, is just, this game is just... It's, it's just... They just had to... They had to have their Packers win this just to take the all-time lead, right? It only took them 102 fucking years to do it. So... You might as well give them the game in whatever fashion that you can. I mean, seriously, it's the same thing with it's 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 the same thing with every Packers game, and I, I, it's just it's like I need a hammer just to hit myself on the head every fucking time I'm watching a Packers game because it's the same fucking thing. It's it's the it's the sign of insanity, Dan. You keep you keep doing something over and over again with the same result. That's watching a Bears Packers game. It doesn't matter what the lead is. It's not safe. It's never safe. And when, again, it's supposed to be 17 to three, he misses the extra point. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, there, there it is. I knew there was going to be something. And then they have that drive with two interference penalties. And suddenly they're on the goal line. Mm-hmm. It's like the officials are like, we've got to get them back in the game. Got to get them back in the game. Mm-hmm. So. They have a three-play drive and score. I'm like, oh, we're, we've had it now, man. The momentum is definitely uh, fickle and turned to the other side. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't sit here and be positive. I mean, it's 
another year, another game, another but loss. You just knew it was coming the whole time. You knew it was coming. It's just like, oh, here we go. The point after attempt is missed. They're going to come back. They're going to at least win by one point, if not more. And it just, and then the Rogers started to get his little mojo with his new toy. And that's like the, the, the thing that I fear the most is him having a, uh, you know, to build a, a repertoire with him like he had with Devontae Adams. And he turns this Christian Watson who has this speed into another like major threat that we have to worry about for the next. I mean, how long is he going to fucking play? He's 38. He, is he going to play till he's 45? Because he certainly doesn't look like he wants to be out there playing when and the look on his face half the time. But if you hear him talk, he wants to play as long as he can. Uh, God, one more thing plays, to bitch about. One more thing I want to bitch about. It's like, so after the end of round, uh, Green Bay is aggressive and goes for the two, which would make it a nine-point game. And and honestly, that's the smart move. It's like, why do the Bears always let? The, it's just like, oh, they're gonna get it. It does. It, it could have been the eighty-five Bears defense. The the team always. Anytime a team goes for two against us, we can't stop it. Someone's wide open every fucking time. And it's yeah. like Eberflus is supposed to be some defensive mastermind, along with his bullshit coordinator, Alan Williams. And these guys can't stop. I mean, fuck, man, it's just sickening. I'm at the point, like, I know we're going to hear about, oh, we've got cap space and we've we've got money. Fuck, I'd almost, like, tell these dudes they're one and done and hire somebody else. What can you I do? I know it's not going to happen, but. Well, as a defensive coordinator, what can you do with that defense, though? I mean, everyone's playing really hard. You can give them that. But that at defensive times, line is shit. Well, at times that there's an, uh, they just won't make adjustments. Like how many times, like it feels like their problems could be solved if they didn't have such a reluctance to like bump and run or a reluctance to blitz. Although they've been blitzing more recently, but earlier in the season, well, like yesterday, even Rogers got hit one time the whole game. It's just yeah. like, man, you have to be willing to, and not be a pussy, you have to be willing to sacrifice a 20-yard pass to hit him. Mm -hmm. You have to. And that's how we beat them the last time we played them because that was like the last good game Khalil Mack had in Chicago. No, no, he had the one against Tampa Bay in 20. But other than that, that's the game he hit. He had a backwards sack on Rodgers. Literally, mm -hmm. from he, he wrapped his hands around him backwards and got him. Yeah, pushed him back with his back, yeah. But that's how we've beaten Rodgers every time is that we've hit him. And the 25 times or whatever that he has beaten us, we just let him stand there. What pisses me off the most about this whole thing is that we lost the all-time league. We had the most wins in the NFL for all of this time. And we fucking just lost it to the fucking Packers. And, I mean, if, if – if there would be any other team to lose it to, it would have to be them. But I mean, it took them that long to catch up to us. Yeah, 30 years of wins, 30 years of victory. So, if, you know, over and over there since, let me think since 92, we swept them in 07. Is there any other year between that, that we swept them? Uh, 05. Right. 
we we won on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day with Rex. Did we beat them earlier in the year in 05 in Chicago? We won the division in 05, yeah. Was by beating what was by sweeping them, yes. 06, we didn't sweep them because that's when Brett beat us on New Year's Eve. So it's like 05, 07. Those are the only times that we have swept them since uh, Ditka's last season. 2010, we beat him in the first game, and then we lost in the last game, let him into the fucking playoffs. Right. We give Lovey credit. They tried. We lost 10 to 3. It's not like he set people down. I mean, right. they, they earned it that oh, year. They, they beat did. us. They did. That's true. But again, like to the point, fuck the Packers. All right. We've probably been ranting on this too long. Let's bring in Cliff because, you know, Cliff's got a Cliff novel for his Cliff notes. If Cliff's going to tell me how this was a good a good loss and he's okay with it, I'm going to mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to retort. I'm just going to sit back and let you guys. There's no have, way this is a good, a good loss. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no good loss to Green Bay. This no, is no. like the, the guy at school that beats your ass and takes your fucking lunch money, to use a cliche. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it to stop it. Mm -hmm. It's just the bully over and over and Same over. Same thing over and over again. It's like, and it's, it's every day you're walking to school, you get beat up and you have your, your lunch money taken from you. That's the Packers. Yeah. It's like that little... That up, Kitty. <laughs> no, she was right. She's right on. Stop talking, Dan and Dan. Stop talking. So we will. I was saying, the producer it's like that, takes it's like, control. It's, it's like that kid in the Christmas story where he like he beats him up every day in the alley. You know, <laughs> he's going to school. That's the, that's what it feels like. Oh, what's up, Cliff? How you doing, buddy? Hey guys, how I'm doing Good well. How are both of you? Should be unhappy. Unhappy. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can no. You hear, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Okay. All right, we're good. Hey, you can you can make that a side by side screen. That's a little big for you. There you go. Thank you. All right. So let's get going on why this was a good thing to happen for the Bears. Oh no. <laughs> oh God. I see hey, you later, Dan. 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 I'm actually kidding you. I. I mean, I hate a Packers loss as much as any Bears fan does. I mean, this was just terrible. I mean, how did the Bears lose this game? They were controlling the game. They were winning right up until the basically end of the third quarter. So I don't know how they lost. I don't know. It was where where are you at, Dan? Come on. He's not being he's not he's <laughs> maybe maybe he had to do something for work. No, no, I'm here. Oh, he okay. Didn't, he didn't realize it was a Oh, I was going to say, you didn't realize it was a joke. I was commenting on your comment. <laughs> no, it's because we figured I feel out how to just remove as your, bad your about... little screen. So we have to figure out, yeah, it's hard to see if you're still there or not because we figured something out now. It's kind of cool. All right, so go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, Cliff. All right, we'll just get started with the Cliff Notes and we'll work our way through it. I think we're all feeling extra bad this week because it was the Packers. But, you know, the game... Game's over. What are we going to do about it? So, but agree with you guys. It's hard to take. And I, I, 
you know, same shit, different day. You know, I started it off like that because the Packers just have been owning the Bears for way too long. All right, now the good stuff. Number one, yeah. Justin looks healthy. You know, I was concerned when he had the uh, shoulder issue. You know, is he going to be out for three weeks or the rest of the season? But, you know, it's nice to be young where, where you can just come back from, you know, if I got an injury like that, I'd be down for a month. So and, I was you know, terrified it's good to be seeing him in. I was terrified seeing them put him in, putting him in on a, uh, a QB sneak because of that shoulder, but apparently he was okay. Good to, good yeah, to see. Yeah, sure, surely looks that way. He wasn't even really wincing or anything. Once he got into the game, it didn't seem to bug him. Uh, yeah, all right, sure. now the cortisone it's, shot helped. Hey, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and the good cortisone, the NFL cortisone. Yeah. So, and, all right, the game gets going. Now, uh, Justin, there's a great play design where one bear receiver goes uh, downfield and then EQ cuts to the sideline. He's wide open. And Justin mm-hmm. throws a really good pass to him. It's nice to see Justin throwing more accurate passes. Uh, now, he, saying that, the, he, he did the overthrow. It was amazing yesterday. It was his best game from the pocket, for sure. Exactly, yes. Now, he did overthrow Komet. A little bit after that. So not perfect yet, but improving. Listen, he threw two interceptions and no touchdowns. But I'll take the interceptions for now because he played so well in the pocket yesterday that you you have to just allow that time. It's going to come. He'll stop throwing the interceptions like that. I know there's I a lot of chatter stuff. coming around saying that he's not a clutch quarterback. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He had so many well, clutch moments some, where he have, drove them down the field and they couldn't finish it on, on the goal line, you know, so or uh, Smith Marset getting it stripped or Villas Jones humbling a punt. It's you know, I'm done. Go ahead, Cliff. Well, when we get a bit further in, I've got some comments on those two interceptions because I rewatched them several times. Uh, all right. But anyways, getting back to the Bears drive, uh, Packers had a spy on Justin. Teams are starting to do that all the time. You know, and it helps him sometimes. Other times he runs right by him. But this time the spy stops Justin. They kick the field goal, three to nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, Packers yes. get the ball. Uh, DHC had a, a nice play. Looked like he was uh, blitzing, and he gets a tackle for loss. Uh, he takes uh, Jones down in the backfield. So, do you recall that play where he just goes right into the backfield like he's heading for the quarterback and then – the running back's right there, and he takes him instead. No, so I, don't it was, uh, I, don't, I don't recall that. Excellent memory, yeah, it, Cliff. Yeah, it was right at, well, you know, it's not so much memory. I'm, 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 not, I'm not Dan Aguirre, that's for sure. <laughs> do you remember that play, Dan? I do not. Wow. Stumped us both, Cliff. Shit, good job. Yeah, it was right at the start of the game. You know, it, uh, it was... It was the Packers' first uh, sequence. And uh, Jones gets the handoff. He starts running to the left, and Houston Carter is right there and takes him down. So good to see. Uh, Then Sanborn comes in. Another tackle for Sanborn, and the Packers punt. Mm -hmm. So good job, Bears. You know, I mean, three to nothing. Yeah, the the first half was was a great game by the Bears. Yes. That's what it always ends up coming down to. It's like they they can only play one half well against the Packers. Well, I think I give them 
I give them credit for being as down due to injury as they were. You know, mm-hmm. they had rookies playing, they had subs playing, and they were mm-hmm. still dominating the game for at least the first half. They did a great job right. with the the staff that they had for the for the game. That's for damn sure. I agree on that, and you know, we always have to remember that Bears have the lowest salary in the NFL. So, uh, you know, I I want to again, I want to see what's going to happen next year when we actually have some stars on the team. Mm-hmm. Right, on number three, you you guys probably remember this play. Uh, Komet does uh, tap dances down the sideline. He does his impression of some Hollywood actor, dancer, catches the ball, dances sideways down the sideline. Uh, great game. Nice body control for a uh, big guy like that. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like, he held his like, he was like keeping himself in bounds, like trying not to fall out of bounds. Yeah, it was awesome. Right, right. Hey, hey, Dan, I know you didn't like Komet first of all, but has he uh, earned your trust now? Yeah, I've I've put the sword in in a couple of times saying that I was wrong that he wasn't a bust. And honestly, I'm happy. Like I wanted him to be successful. I wanted Khalil Mack to play great, but he he didn't. I'm just giving examples of tirades that I've gone on that right. you know, Mack was overrated and uh, I I was proved to be correct in my opinion and Komet I uh, was proven to be wrong. And I'm glad, gleeful to say that, yeah, we've got a tight end. So, yes, he has definitely earned my fandom, and uh, I wanted him to be successful g- considering that he grew up a Bears fan. The same thing for Sanborn. Mm-hmm. I'm nice, happy to nice see to, that they're – Nice to have Homer. I, I'm glad <coughs> to see that Excuse they're me. developing a connection where he's starting to find him, you know, because moving right, forward, right. that could be really good. Yeah, give them another year or two together, and, you know, we won't have Kelsey, but maybe we'll have Kelsey mm-hmm. Jr. So, okay, moving maybe. on. Run, ju- run, Justin, run. All right, uh, the Bears continue the drive, and Justin Fields takes the ball. Uh, there's a guy coming in on him. He ju- jukes the TD while outruns again. You know, once again, Justin Justin Fields running for a touchdown despite the spy being there. What do you think, Shorty? I mean, just watching it was, you're like, I can't believe he's doing this again. He set another record yesterday with, like, the most touchdown runs plus 50 yards in a season or something. It's, I mean, wow, especially with him having a, 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 a bad shoulder. I know it's not his throwing shoulder, but the fact that he even wants to take off and run, it shows that he's, you know, he's he's resilient. He's a true leader. I'm I'm man, this kid is awesome. And it's hard to actually like think about moving forward as a Bears fan, not having a quarterback our entire lives. Like, wow, I'm not gonna be, I don't even know what to do in the offseason without having to scout a quarterback anymore. It's like we're always scouting quarterbacks, you know, and we're done with that now for a while. It feels great. Well, the kid, the kid is a football player. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's definitely yeah. a football player. And once he gets his passing working, he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 
Do you have anything no, to bitch right. about? Dan, Dan wants to bitch about stuff, Cliff. Do you, want, do you have anything to bitch about? All right, here we go. Here, here, here's something for him to bitch about, but it's uh, for Rodgers. Rodgers is a crybaby. You hear that, Packer fans? Rodgers is a crybaby. He throws an incomplete pass. And is it the fact that he threw the ball badly? No, no. Hey, refs, they did something. I don't know what they did, but they did something. It must be a penalty because I could never throw a bad ball. Several he's times during the game. He's always looking for the – oh, he's such a little bitch. Come on, Dan. Yes. Oh, I hate him. I hate the motherfucker the way the Israelis hate the Palestinians and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to hear, buddy. And, Fuck and Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't just once. It was three, four, five times during the game that he's crybabying about when things aren't going his way. And by the so way, that like makes... how many different Aaron Rodgers have we seen this year? He comes out looking like fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor with his long hair and his, you know, white Dago tee. And then he and then he get and then he like shaves most of his head all the way around and keeps the top long. And then now his whole his whole it's like this is like the fifth Aaron Rodgers we've seen this year. I think he cut off his gray beard. Yeah. Which is ironic because according to Jeff Perlman's book, like as soon as he met Brett Favre, he said something like, Hey grandfather, hey grandpa, what a uh, look at your gray beard or something like that. Now he's the gray beard fuck. <laughs> Well, he's he's Mr. Prim and Proper again. You know, maybe he thinks yeah. he's 25. But actually, Shorty, he just had his birthday, so he's 39 now. You know, getting oh, one year God. away from 40. Please. Millions of people, millions of people die every day, but not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, I don't want to wish for anybody's death, but I would like to wish for a retirement. Hilarious. All right, here, moving on. Uh, 57 is the real deal. You know, every week we're, we're seeing Sanborn make tackles all over the place. I'm not missing Roquan at all. I mean, I mm-hmm. I just like Sanborn as a player, as a person, and the effort that he puts into each game. You know, he makes a tackle on one side of the field, and then immediately the next play he comes back and he outruns Jones. Jones is running to the outside. Sanborn catches him. And tackles him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an undrafted free agent and he holds the Packers to a, a field goal basically single handedly. Mm-hmm. So, you guys got some praise for Mr. Sanborn? He's like the Go defensive ahead, version of Tom Waddle. Yeah. The, the undrafted white guy out of nowhere who's suddenly like a folk hero. Although Waddle's was way more on a national level than Sanborn's, but he's. That's kind of who he is right now. Just like, where did this guy come from? And I like him better than Roquan, too, in the sense that Roquan, again, disappeared at times. And you get that sense that he was sort of like the entitled, like, he, you know, I deserve $25 million a year or whatever. And it's just like, this guy is going to give you everything he's got for like a hundred dollars. So <laughs> not that he wouldn't get paid later, but I'm just saying like, he's not saying, like, hey, I, I, I need $20 million to make these tackles. Right. And Roquan, you know, like I said, just a sense of entitlement. And you got the other guy who's willing to bust his ass at, for a minimum contract. So I how was... can you not root for the guy who's willing to do it for almost nothing? Right. 
And I, I was thinking that the reason why the Bears traded Roquan is because they thought they might be able to get the same production on paper. You know, the tackles, the sacks that they call for, the interceptions possibly. He almost had one. He should have if it wasn't for a shitty penalty again. And now he, he last yesterday he had nine tackles by halftime. I was like, holy shit, how many tackles is this kid gonna have? And I think I think with Ro I think with Roquan it was several factors. You know, one, they were concerned about signing him next time. Two, he's as you guys are saying, he's sort of a dick. And 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 then three, he takes games off where he's not playing hundred percent the whole game. And with Sanborn, every time I see him playing, it's 100%. So I hope he stays on the Bears for his career. Me too. I I was saying, going back, and again, not trying to tug on my own dick here, but earlier in the summer when everyone else was saying that this would be without on myself, uh, they were just saying like, oh, he's a top three linebacker. And I'm like, I I don't see that. I don't see him as a top three, top five, maybe top ten. But I always thought he's kind of like – Allen Robinson, like as Bear fans, we sort of like want him to be the number one receiver, so we pretend that he is and was always overrated. He had a great playoff game against Philly. I won't take that away from him. I don't mean to sidebar too much, but that's the same way I felt about Roquan. I was like, yeah, I would like to see him get re-signed. It's not like he sucks, but he's not as good as as people were saying he was. So uh, with that in mind, I think one of the main reasons was Ryan Poles was like, probably, no, I'm just guessing. Ryan Poles was like, I'm not giving this guy that much money. He's not that good. Mm-hmm. So let's fucking move him. And like you said, he re- he's representing himself and he's sort of an asshole. Mm-hmm. So if you look, if you look at what the Bears defense, you know, what they're, they've been playing a lot of, you know, two, two linebacker defense, you know with Roquan and now with Hunter Hillenmeyer. So I, that's another reason why I thought that they could just make transfer and get the, get the tackles, you know, because if you look at Roquan now in um, Baltimore, yeah, he's not getting the same tackles like he was on this team because he has a better front line. But, you know, it, they know that Jack Sanborn is a tackling machine. They knew it. And kudos to Speaking them. Speaking real quickly, front line. I don't know the defensive line coach's name, but I'm not sure why he hasn't been fired yet. It feels like every guy on the – and I like Watts. I really do. He's a big body. reminds me of Akeem Hicks in a lot of ways or Warren Sapp. But even so, he's – every defensive lineman just stands up, like mm-hmm. flat-footed as soon as the ball is snapped. And, they're, and it's just like, who's coaching this? It feels like they're there in a pillow fight. Well, look at the talent you guys, they have. You're you're saying they should get more out of the talent. A technique is could go a long way. It just feels like immediately they're on their tiptoes, flat-footed. As soon as the ball is snapped, everybody on the front line. It just feels like they're there. Like it's just the analogy I keep thinking is a pillow fight. It's mm-hmm. dude, like run some stunts, uh, yeah. use some speed, something like do something different. Don't just stand there. You know, it feels like. Immediately, they're getting pushed off the ball because they're standing flat-footed. When you guys were talking about the defensive line, I mean, I've been thinking lately that that is the biggest weakness on the Bears right now, more so than the offensive line even, because they are not Mm -hmm. putting pressure on people. 
Uh, like right. you were saying, you know, Rogers had what one hurry or one touch or yeah. something. Somebody his that's, uniform that's was clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on to your cliff notes here. What's next? All right, here number seven for those following at home and in the chat. Number seven, Claypool fumbles and goes down hurt. That scared yeah. me a little bit that he got hurt. You know, and Packers recover the ball. That's the first turnover. Um, yeah. Now, Justin had time in the pocket on this drive, and he was certainly – and what I saw there is the future Justin Fields. You give him three seconds, sometimes four in the pocket, and he is good with hitting receivers with the ball. Mm -hmm. It looked like serious. Claypool – down too. Mm -hmm. A couple of those angles Fox gave us, it was like, oh, well, we'll have to stick with it because the call on the field was a fumble. But man, it looks like he didn't fumble. Looks like his mm -hmm. whole fucking shit's down. Wait, Paul it's Clark... just too close for them to reverse it. Paul if Clark... it were the other way around. Paul Clark says, Roger's <laughs> saluting the fans yesterday and tell everyone how he loves Chicago. Maybe want to puke my guts out. I didn't see that. Did you guys see that? Yes, I saw it after the, the oh, touchdown. Fuck that guy. I no, he's Chicago is second home, you know, because he always wins there. Did you okay. at the end of the game between Bears players and Packer players? All sorts of Bears players are hugging Rodgers. What? I, think back to the 85 Bears. Think back to the Bears of that era. How many of them would be hugging Brett Favre or whoever was the quarterback at the time? Man, just look when they cheap shot at Jim McMahon. They're fucking celebrating on the sideline. They were giving Charles Martin high fives, and that comes from Forrest Gregg, the coach, too. They were fucking celebrating him basically ending our dynasty by cheap shotting McMahon four seconds after the interception. So, yeah, their whole damn team was good with taking out our quarterback and and now our team is like, oh, let's just suck his cock, the other guy, you know? Oh, my God. Yes, give, give him hugs. Fuck those fans. No, all right, here. Let's continue past that because this is making be me giving a, Like in prison, that there'd be a shank in, the, in, the, in one of their hands, you know? Like, yes. what the hell was that all about? Where's all right, Dick Butkus grabbing guys by the you-know-what? Yeah. I guess the big difference is back then there was very little free agency. I mean, there wasn't free agency in, in the modern sense until like 93 and before that there was plan b so usually most people when they were drafted or on a team unless they were traded were with that team yeah but now you've got turncoats like adrian amos every year that runs through the packers or whatever so it's like now it's a business there's not this sense of oh we're bears we're just bears until we leave and go somewhere else yeah i know Yep, they all seem to like each other. Even the, the rivalries are – on some teams, they still have the rivalries. I got to admit that. Some teams don't like each other. But the Bears-Packers, yeah. I, I just – you don't hug a Packer. Yeah. I make sure – I don't go hug anybody that's wearing Packers gear after a game. That's not going to happen. Fuck no, it's not. Jesus Christ. All right, moving on, Cliff. All right, Rodgers thinks he's the bomb. All right, they're down uh, – 10 to nothing or something, 10 nothing, 10 three, whatever it is. But he throws three long passes in a row, including a bomb on fourth down to the end zone that fizzles out and uh, uh, Cobb misses it badly. So, what's Rogers think? He, he thinks he can throw the ball anytime. You know, he reminded me of uh, uh, Cutler 
right there. You know, thinking he's so great, he could just throw it anywhere. Wait, wait, wait. Bill did a great talking. Jay. He was at the game yesterday. Careful who you're talking to there, Cliff. Yeah, Jay, Jay's <laughs> kid had a, a Fields jersey on yesterday. Yeah. Ah. Well, you know, I mean, I like Jay Cutler, you know, but I'm just saying that he was always very confident that he could put the ball anywhere. Yeah. Well, even Rogers when it, should even be when he could. Yeah. All right. Before All right, we get then. on to cliff note number 10, uh, I want to first say, Nine. fuck. Oh, we're not on. Oh, after we're after. Okay, go on. Go ahead. I fucked up. All right, here, we'll do the nine one because it's part of, it's like a part, you know, part two of number eight. Fields is the bomb. All right, the Bears have the ball on their own 37, and Fields throws a, a long bomb, ends up right in EQ's hands. EQ juggles it a bit. You know, come on, Bears receivers, stop juggling the passes. The ball, it, uh, the announcer says he couldn't have placed it in his hands any better than throwing it that way. So, you know, that's a long bomb down to the seven, and it's a pretty pass, and it's a perfect pass. Mm-hmm. And it then was Mon- an absolutely Mon- perfect pass. So, so that's the kind of good things that I take from this game. I hate losing to the Packers, but I am very impressed with how Justin was throwing yesterday. Uh, all right, now to finish up the thought, Montgomery powers in for the touchdown. Next play. You know, Montgomery, I didn't really mention him at all today, but he had another decent game. Mm-hmm. So keep Montgomery. Uh, and then Santos misses the extra point. That's the one you talked about. Uh, yeah, 16 to 3 Bears. Just a fucking travesty. That was the that was the moment in the game that got the air sucked out. You're like, are you kidding me? Again? The Packers? Really? You couldn't save this for the next game? I'm going to just John Fox it and call him Carlos. Yeah, He doesn't Carlos deserve to be Santos. called Cairo. Carlos Santos. All right. Before we get out on number 10, I want to first say, fuck Aaron Rodgers, and then we'll be right back after this. Any of the young guys that you want to uh, uh, highlight right now? The other Jones mm-hmm. from Ole Miss. A scout told me about him. Who Ole Miss was one of his schools. And this guy was pretty talented. And he had a couple issues. I don't know what the issues were. But, you know, you go back and look at his workout numbers, off the chart type stuff now. I mean, high vertical, real good long jump, ran on the low four fours. He's got long arms. Yeah, everything you want. So you know, you, you you look at the physical tools, and you say he's a he's like a day two corner. Yet he waited till free agency after the draft in order for a team to sign him, and they you know you get him for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, a talented guy though, and, and and so guys like that, you get lucky sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's the same thing with Sam Warren. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at, at at the numbers, and we might have talked about this last week. His numbers across the board are better than Lance Briggs. You know, the his 40, his shuttles, his jumps, they're all better than Lance Briggs. Not by a lot. Right. But Briggs went in the in the third round, and this guy goes undrafted. Mm-hmm. You know, Briggs ran a four seven eight. 
Sam Borden ran a four seven two. Wow, I I did not know that. Greg Gabriel looked looked like a Star Trek villain in that clip. <laughs> Kirk, you will get no pussy on this planet. I think Kirk got it on every planet. He did, and he was the fucking man. I'm not even a Star Trek fan, but man, William Shatner, he's like, I will fuck the native ladies no matter what. Now, I got to say, it took me most of that commercial to stop laughing after seeing the happy holidays and fuck Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that was, that was wonderful. That's great. Oh, I made that all right, commercial all, all by myself. That was very well done. And since I hadn't seen it before, you know, like I said, I was literally laughing for 30 seconds afterwards. I'm just kidding. Aldo made that commercial. I got I to gotta give him uh, credit for that. <laughs> Well, any, anyways, all right, continuing on. All right, now things start to go bad. Uh, it's the end of the half. Rogers' fourth down pass. Now, the Bears were getting the Packers into fourth down situations. They're not punting. They're not kicking field goals. Rogers thinks that he's the incredible Hulk. You know, he's, he's just uh, Rogers mm-hmm. smash. So he goes mm-hmm. out there and he throws a t- uh, fourth down pass to Christian Watson for the touchdown. And I got to say, even though he's a Packer, I really like that uh, Christian Watson. I mean, that kid can play. All right. Uh, yeah. all right here's, where, here's where I had the thought. The Bears need the better talent on their D-line. You can't give Rodgers so much time or any quarterback, really. So I have no doubt that the Bears' first pick in the draft is most likely going to be a defensive line. You guys agree with that? 100%. All right, it's a possibility. I mean, I, I'm still, I could still see polls saying, oh, we didn't draft Justin and drafting a quarterback or drafting an offensive lineman. They're just a, a litany of scenarios. But mm-hmm. yeah, perhaps so. Down. You know, that now that you say that, the, the worst like acquisition we've had during this entire season, I think, was Justin Jones, the three tech. He, he's just been awful. But the guy from the Chargers, mm-hmm. Ogan Joby probably would have been better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you even if he was have, you have to have a big pig next to that guy, no matter who it is. He's they're not going to succeed. They don't have the talent on that defensive line right now to do jack shit with in this four three defensive line. They just don't. It's going to take, you know, Travis Gibson. He's he's he was better in the in the three four. You know. Uh, we don't have that Ted Washington that's next to Armin Watts that is going to, you know, eat up that. Hey, can I give you a pop culture reference? Yeah, sure. Kirst- Kirstie Alley just died. Are you kidding? Oh. No, oh, I remember so from Cheers. Yes. She, uh, she was 71. That's terrible. She died of cancer. That's awful. Yeah, wow. Uh, oh, oh moving on to the next cliff note. <laughs> yeah, sorry to hear it. Sure. I, I mean, she was, a, she was a babe when she was younger. You know, yeah, she put she on a little bit of weight. On Cheers, man. On, but... She was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Cheers, she was she was hot as a motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. Well, rest, rest in peace to her. 71 is too young. 
I'm I'm approaching, you know, 10 more years, I'll be 71. All right, here we go. Uh, all right, Justin knows where the line of scrimmage is. Did you guys see the play where the entire D-line is coming in on him from both sides? He works his way up ahead of him, and then he's thinking, should I run? No, there's a receiver, and then he stops before he goes across the line. Justin can yep. learn. Mm-hmm. He, he's learned from all of his mistakes. He rarely makes the same mistake twice. And that's been one of my biggest fan things about him is like he, he, he learns from his mistakes and he moves on and gets better. And you saw that Unlike, he stopped. Beautiful little pass to Komet for. Yep. Uh, accurate pass. That chemistry is being built between him and Komet for sure. Definitely. Definitely. And unlike Trubisky, he learned. Yeah. That, that's, I don't think that Trubisky has nearly the ability to to learn from people that uh, Fields does. Right. Okay. Uh, one of the plays that of note was Darrington Evans bursting through the line. He does a quick sideways step, and they hits a big hole. So this is good for the offensive line, too. They gave him a, a truck-sized hole to mm-hmm. run through, but the whole center of the line is all jammed up, and he mm-hmm. goes – Sidestep around it and then quick burst of speed. He's quicker than Monty off the start. I was literally saying at the time, I'm like, I wish they would use Darrington Evans more in this game. Oh, that was a nice run. Mm -hmm. That was like, thank you. (laughs) It was amazing. It was a nice run. That that kid is, he's quick. He's got that shifty running back. He just looks like a good little shifty running back. He he has a running back look, if, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he he, I, he gets through, and he's quick. He's that same we, little compliment to to Monty that uh, Herbert was, you know, before he got. But he's actually probably quicker than Herbert. So, yeah, Herbert's not bad either. I think we can say uh, Ebner who now. I think he's faded uh, definitely to fourth on the team, and uh, we'll see yeah. if he improves in his second year. He just doesn't look the part. Nope. As I've said, he doesn't look anything like he did in college. Maybe it's because right. the pro players are quicker, but you know he doesn't have it. And so, right. give him—I would say—give him one more year, and after that, you got to think about drafting or picking up another uh, running right. back, Saquon Barkley. All right, moving on. All right, the the usual penalties. Number 13. number thirteen. Yeah, how appropriate. Number thirteen, the usual penalties. They start to get the Bears again. Uh, Keeps the Green Bay drive going. Multiple Bears penalties help that drive along. And mm-hmm. it's a just momentum building. Mm-hmm. So, so the Bears definitely need to work on penalties again. Start of the year, they had so few. And now, you know, it wasn't a terrible game, but it was bad enough. One of the least penalized teams in the league in the first half of the season. And now it's just exactly the opposite. Right, right. right. So. Okay, no, number number 14. 14. 14 uh, Fields launches another bomb. And this time it's to Nikhil Harry, 45 yards in the air. Perfect pass, you know. And, and Nikhil Harry does what these other receivers don't do. He gets the ball. He goes up and he comes back and he gets the ball. He's got that catch radius. It was a beautiful catch how he caught it. Fell down. Flipped on his back and then flipped back up on, like, did like a, a tumble roll back up onto his feet. Like, it was just, it was perfect. It was a beautiful yep, pass, and, a beautiful catch. 
I like everything I've seen about him. Me too. It's just, you know, the fact that he wasn't getting any playing time the last three or four weeks is just a fucking sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, see what you got with this guy. And mm-hmm. I think he's, I think he's your third or fourth receiver next year. Like, I think he's that good. I would agree with you. Yep. I'm on the same page. All right. So I don't 15. know why. All right. Number 15, uh, uh, Santos. Okay. The Bears got stopped. And Santos decides that even though it's a short field goal, he's going to kick the ball low right into the Green Bay Lions' hand. Hmm. So uh, kick it higher, Santos. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's not like not like he's not kicking 50 yards. Kick the ball I up. Don't, I don't. Nothing to say. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Now, here we go. This is where I have some comments on the receivers. All right. That first interception from a contested catch. Now, EQ is very slow coming out of his break. You know, he's running. He's supposed to turn. Fields already has the ball in the, long in the air. Waiting. So the EQ has to turn and be there for the ball. He's taking mm-hmm. his time while the Green Bay player isn't. The Green Bay player is rushing to cut him off. If EQ had stopped on a dime, turned, and moved back one yard towards the ball, it would have been an easy catch but, or, or interference. But, no, he doesn't. You know, the, the Bears receivers don't seem to do what good receivers do, which, which is... And Jay Alexander called him a scrub. So... And St. Brown said today that he texted him to apologize. I'm like, God, why would you say that? It just makes it seem worse somehow. I don't know why, but... Jay Alexander texted the... Brown to say, I'm sorry? Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd say I'd say fuck you and fuck Green Bay too. Fuck you, man. All and, right, moving now on. Now on that second that second interception, I, I didn't see which receiver that was, but he's just standing there while the Green Bay guy cuts a few yards ahead of him. I mean, he makes no attempt to go back for the ball. Oh, Justin underthrew this ball a little, so I'm just going to stand here and watch it get intercepted. I don't get it. I just don't <sighs> get it. Me either, man. It's just, uh, it's just, we all saw it. Everyone's been complaining about it all day long. So, moving so on. What's Justin, the next? What's your? Did, what's your did next Justin note? throw? Okay, did Justin throw two interceptions? Yes, he did. But I think that at least half the blame goes to the receivers on those. All right, yeah. moving on to the finally final one. Uh, well, actually, uh, final one for the game. Elementary Watson. The rest of the game is Watson repeatedly burning the Bears, including that 46-yard end-around for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's all there really is to say about the end of this game is that Watson killed him. It wasn't even uh, Rogers so much. It was Watson. Right. It was a play where we were all excited about that was failing Green Bay because from training camp on, there was talk of him you know, dropping these perfect passes he dropped the first pass. It was like, I think it was the first pass of the game in the opening game of the season for the Packers. Beautiful pass right into his hands. He drops it for a touchdown. And he's been slowly building this chemistry, which fucking sucks to see. And I don't even want to talk about it, really. <laughs> no, you don't, Dan. 
Like, are we gonna are we gonna see them develop another chemistry? And if this asshole sticks around for five more years, they're gonna they're gonna. Uh, I'm not. I mean, he, all right. He, he, he did. He scored yeah, yesterday. Bad. He's Please. had a good couple of games, wow, but. I think Cliff's having some trouble, Dan. I, I was just saying, I'm not afraid of Watson yet. I mean, yeah, I know he's had a good, he's had a good month. Kind of, it, he's it had a good sucks month. to see that happen against us. You know, of course it had, it had to be against us. All right. So what, what are you at now, 20? Right, right. Okay, here. All right, on to 18, the draft order. I just wanted to give a quick recap of uh, – where the Bears are at right now as far as draft picks. They're in the second position right now. The Texans are 1-10. They're probably, unless something bizarre happens, going to have the first pick. And I think they may take Bryce Young to, uh, you know, unless they think another quarterback is better. Now you got the Bears at 3-10. and 10. You've, Now here's this whole string of teams that have, some of them haven't had their bye yet. So it's really difficult to figure where everything's going to end up. It looks like the Bears are either going to end up uh, top four, it looks like, if they lose every game remaining, regardless of what happens. But you got them at three and ten. You got the Seahawks from the Browns at three and nine. You got the Lions from the Rams at three and nine. And then it drops the Panthers four and eight. Eagles from the Saints. Eagles are going to get a top five or six pick. Unbelievable. Jaguars four and eight. Cardinals four and eight. Colts four, eight and one. Falcons five and eight and Packers five and eight. So the Bears destiny is in their own own hands right now. I know we want to see them win some games, but if they keep losing games, that second pick will, will most likely be the I know. theirs. And the worst they would have is about the fourth pick. So that can show up on draft order as of we this can week. Talk, we can talk all about all right now talking that. about a few free agents. I said I would cover, you know, from them each week. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Do we lose you? Okay. All right. The the ones I want to, yeah, the, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Am I, am I still live? Okay. All right. You're so once I wanted to cover today are, all right, Darren Payne, he's 26. He's on the commanders defensive tackle. He's got six and a half sacks, 13 tackles for loss. He's probably going to end up getting four years at close to 20 million per year. Now, he's a defensive tackle that the Bears could use on their team, and he's probably going to be one of the highest coveted players. Uh, also, this one's going to be much more controversial. Marcus Davenport, he's 26. He's on the Saints. He's a defensive end. He's had a down year, and he's got an injury history. He's going to be less money, and maybe a change of team could bring back his first-round draft potential. So there's a couple of players to look at. One of them is going to be a lot of money. One of them, some money, but maybe not quite as much. Now, a couple of wide receivers to end this. Uh, Quentin Johnston from TCU. He's 6'4", 215 pounds. His broken tackle rate is off the chart. So he's big, he's fast, he breaks tackles. So Quentin Johnston, he's the highest ranked WR right now. And then Jordan Addison, he reminds me a little bit of Antonio Brown. From USC, he's uh, six feet, 175 pounds. He just gets open all, all the time. Uh, he's got 0.3% catch rate on, on targets, and he's got an 11.2 yards uh, depth of target. So, you know, those are a couple of guys to uh, potentially look at. These are all top picks, so the Bears would have to take them 
either with their first pick or, you know, if they happen to draft down a little bit, but not a lot. And we are done with the oh, notes for today. done with the cliff notes. He's doing the old David Letterman gimmick. Oh, we just need I like, like the, the glass break in the bag. Let me point out something. If you want me to be positive, pro football focus says that Alex Leatherwood did not give up a single pressure yesterday. No kidding. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying it's only one, one appearance, but maybe that is the restoration project. Unlike Davenport, because you don't want to get like Leatherwood. I mean, you didn't have to sign him to a massive deal the way you would Davenport. Who's right. God, the saints gave up a first round pick to to move up to get him too. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get Davenport, but Leatherwood, uh, maybe we're onto something here. Maybe, you know, he, he's got four more games, potentially, mm-hmm. to be our right tackle next year. We'll see what well, happens. Bears he's better than Larry have, Borum already. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Bears, Bears have reached the point in the season where they need to play the rookies, even the ones that they, you know, the ones they haven't been playing. It's that time now. Mm-hmm. Let's see who we have and see who's going to be on the team next year. Yeah, I mean, I think the play. Good point, got, Aldo. The play that we got from still uh, ten good snaps, though ten good yeah. snaps. Let's be mm-hmm. optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's but see twenty next week. If we can just keep going forward, playing these young players, getting you know it, some production out of them. I mean, the fact that we played the Packers with that many young players playing in the game and only lost by that much, I guess is, you know, something to be positive about too, if you want to be positive about things. So, yeah, I mean, we all know that it's next year now, you know, I I was trying to be optimistic. I thought it it could be this year. We can make the playoffs with the strength of schedule and the extra game and the extra playoff game. And it's not going to happen. So, if, if you we tonight's show is about being shitty still so we're gonna get all this shit off of our chests tonight and we can move forward the rest of the week and try to take some positivity but for tonight fuck the packers and dan i have a I have there a you go special fuck guest. the packers i have a special little guest hey before before he comes on hey shorty yeah hey shorty before he comes on my internet's internet continue. It's, cr- it's fucking crap. Yeah, I'm losing it. It's losing the internet. Oh, yeah, it hurts my ears. Get the fuck out of here, Cliff. <laughs> so go watch some Monday Night Football. All right, so I'm a hey, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say goodbye to you guys. I will see you next week. All right, buddy. See you soon. Whoo, he's right. That internet connection was shit, wasn't it, Dan? Even yeah, he, show. he couldn't. He couldn't hear us at all. I don't think. Yeah. All right. Well, Dan, I have a special. It's your buddy here. Your buddy Sonny Ivanovich. Want to bring him on because he wanted to talk some uh, some bears with us. So, Sonny, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, fellas? How are you? Can you guys hear me good? Yes, sir. Sorry How's to keep you waiting so long. I wanted to keep it a surprise for Dan. No worries, no worries. First of all, a big if I appreciate you having me on your show. Um, it means a lot. Uh, I know, I know. I talk to Dan pretty much every Sunday. We we share some messages about the Bears, 
but I, I I'd also like to give a shout out to my girl. I, I sent her a link. I know she's she's coming home with my boys, so uh, you know, uh, shout out to them and uh, you know, have a have a safe drive. Oh, I'm sorry. I just saw your private chat that you were saying. Please hurry up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good, man. You're good. So this worked out perfectly, man. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, man? How are you feeling about this season? You know. Oh man, you know what the season disappointing i'm not gonna lie to you there was a lot of games especially the beginning that against the commanders to to name the the one right off the bat i thought we would beat them i thought we would beat the jets because i you know always knew that zach wilson wasn't it i always talked about that from from the beginning there's a lot of games that i felt that we just sort of uh we were close you know very close in them but we 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 just we we couldn't get over the hump Mm -hmm. um I was I was telling Dan this morning actually I sent him a message this loss against the Packers man um it sucks I wanted him to win because let's be realistic here Rodgers will be in Hall of Fame and one thing I didn't want to do is um watching 30 for 30 one day let's say 30 40 50 years from now on where there, there there's always going to be that, that that's part of his legacy now, the bear killer Rogers. And, and we, and I wanted to beat him so we could, I don't know, put a stop to that, but we couldn't do it. If anything, he waved in, at our house, he waved goodbye to us, but, and you know, all we can do is just, you know, shut up and take it. And it sucks, man. Cause I, for that reason alone, I know there was, there was a lot of fans that was talking about like, Oh, I, I want us to lose so we can get a better draft pick. Man, fuck that fucking draft pick, man. We had number three overall, and we picked number fucking we picked fucking Mitchell Trubisky. They don't mean shit, man. So you better get the guy. That's that's a fucking losing mentality right there. You if Sonny were a woman, I would kiss him. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't have a fucking winning mentality with that fucking attitude, especially against a fucking rival like. We, we, Wait, hold, 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 hold on a second, Dan. You can still kiss Sonny because if you remember correctly, I kissed you. Yeah, and it felt weird having a beard touch my face, but yes. <laughs> I'm not homophobic. I'm just saying, though. But Sonny, everything Sonny was saying is on point. I mean, I agree with everything he was saying. I mean, it, it just, fuck, man. Rogers, I mean, just how many more of these are we supposed to fucking uh, withstand? I mean, come on, man. At some point, can't we just beat him? You know, uh, I, 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 I wish I had something to say for that. What, what for me, what sucked, man, like, like a sucker, I started to believe, believe, and I'm sorry, man. I, I was telling Dan, I, it, it got to me. I'm not going to lie to you, man, because me and Dan have had conversations where like, man, we hate this fucking guy. And how much justice would it be where you finally beat this guy and you beat him with, you beat him with your guy. You know what I mean? And there it was, man. There, there, there was a point in the game. I was telling Dan, it's like fourth and eight, and Rodgers is throwing that deep bomb right into our end zone to fucking Cobb, and he misses it. Now fucking tell me how many times did we see that same fucking throw, and he fucking connects to it, and it's a fucking touchdown, right? I remember one on a, on a specific fourth and nine with like oh. 28 seconds oh, left yeah. in the game. Don't right? bring that up. Don't bring that up, right? And then the very next play, here it is, our fucking guy throwing a goddamn bomb right, right down their fucking throat, showing him how it's done. 
we're scoring a fucking touchdown. We're going up 16 and three. And it's like, it's looking like, man, it's look like it's looking like we're going to put a fucking stop to this right here, right now. And then Cairo misses the and extra fucking Cairo misses. And it's like, you, you felt like something like that bad buy right off, right off of that fucking kick. And we're up like, 10, man, to zip. It. 10 to zip with three minutes to go in the first quarter. I was like, Holy shit. This is, this could get good. But I, 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 I'm not gonna, you know, I believed in that moment. I believed in it, like you know, this is where we put that stop. Fuck Rogers, fine. He was, you know, boat racing us all this time. Get the fuck out of our house. You know, I don't think he's gonna be back in Green Bay next year. I think he's gonna be with his boy back in fucking Las Vegas or some bullshit like that. That's why he was waving goodbye. Fuck that guy. But I hate that shit, and I wanted us to fucking beat him. Because I have a feeling that was his last last game with Green Bay. Doesn't matter if we ever beat him when he's playing for the for the fucking Raiders. They ain't the same. Ain't the fucking same. Don't give me that fucking shit. I wanted to beat this guy with fucking Justin Fields if this is his last last game. That you know what, meant, that meant it still felt good beating Brett Favre as a Viking. I'm not gonna this, lie. <laughs> this is the thing that pisses me off about 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 this rivalry. So we've watched it happen a couple of times last year and maybe even once this year where Justin Fields is running out of bounds and a Packer hits him late just to set the, to send the message. Right. And here we had Rogers running for five yards on a first down out of bounds, just level him. And didn't he look really slow when he was running like back in the day, not saying he was fast like fields or, you know, Steve Young or Michael Vick or anyone else, Randall Cunningham, the running quarterback per se. Uh, but he he looked like he can't he isn't he's not the same guy. Is what I'm saying. He looked like he looked like Favre trying to run. He looked like he ate an entire Lumalani's pizza before he ate the game. Yeah, he he's not quick anymore at all. And uh, like you said, somebody should have fucking leveled him there. And just take the penalty. It doesn't fucking matter at that point. It's especially at, at that point in the game because he was running to his left out of bounds for a five-yard gain when they were he was like starting at the 20-yard line. So just level his ass, take the 15-yard penalty, which would be half the distance to the goal. It would only give him another what seven yards and set the message. Yeah, even if you're one of these, you know, we talked earlier how some with free agency, it's kind of hard to establish someone as like a lifelong bear to care about this shit. But there, there's got to be somebody that was there last year that is like, oh, oh he owns us, huh? He owns mm-hmm. us. Well, we take this shit personally. Mm-hmm. Got to be somebody that, that you know, where's your DHC? Somebody like that to come up. I mean, because, you know, Eddie's hurt and even Villador was hurt. Taking the most shit. Yeah, somebody be like, fucking hit this guy in the mouth, man. Right. This big mouth fuck. Just so fucking tired of it, man. I, I am. I, I'm. We're all fucking tired of it, man. Every one of us here, every one of us here are fucking tired of it. And if we could have just gotten this one win and lose the rest of the games of the season, we would have been fine. We'd be fine with that. I mean, you probably wouldn't be, Dan. But I mean, at least we, if we had the Packers win, yeah, it would have. It would have. It would have soothed the burn. There's no. I know that some people will say, "Oh, that's bullshit," but. I do agree. This game matters more than than most. Uh, so I do think that a win yesterday would have, even if they dropped the final four, 
would have meant something. And, and not just to me or you or Sonny. It's like we know Virginia McCaskey is like, dude, I'm almost 100. Like, come on, man. I don't know how much time I have left. Beat these fucking guys. I mean, she cares. George cares. People can say they don't like the McCaskies, but they at least love the Bears. On January 5th, she's going to turn 100 years old. Damn. And she, if she lives to be 101, or if she lives to be 101, yeah, and doesn't see another, that this could very well be the final Packers-Bears game that she saw, and we lost it. Just put, put that in your back pocket. Think about that when you're thinking about the, the owners of the team. Like, we're, we are not shit compared to what the fans of – say what you want about the ownership. They are bigger fans than we are. They want to see wins more than we do, if you can imagine that. And you can damn well be sure that she wants it more than anyone. And, and we're, we're failing her – in the final fucking 30 years of her life. It's it's ridiculous, guys. Just give her a fucking give her another goddamn playoff hope. That's all that I'm sure that's all she can ask for at this point. A Super Bowl is asking for a lot, but just the playoffs once in a while, that'd be nice. And yeah. here we have we, we think we're on to something here with this coaching staff and this team, and I'm not Obviously, we we can't expect anything after one year, but... Let me give you a follow-up to your point. Okay, so Ditka gets fired after 92. Since Mike Ditka, and Ditka made the playoffs seven out of eight years at one point. Since Mike Ditka, Dave Wanstead made the playoffs in 1994. Dick Jerron made them in 2001. Lovey made them in 05, 06, and 10. And other than that, Matt Nagy in 18 and 20. So we've made the playoffs seven times since Mike Ditka. By the way, seven I'm, times. I'm sorry, but you said the name. So <laughs> I'm going to have to. I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. God, I hate that fucking guy. <laughs> from, from the time I was 18 until that fucking guy came into the picture. You're right, Dan. Five Playoff appearances since I turned an adult. Well, no, seven. Seven. No, no, no. Before that. Be- uh, before the bald fuck. Fucking Sam. That pulled up again. It does. For the bald fuck, five total playoff appearances in my entire life since I turned 18. So now, somehow that bald fuck got us two. And now it's seven. But if, if, you, if you look at the Packers, it's... That's like someone's entire childhood right now. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say that he did look, you know, realistically doesn't help our case that man, they had Favre and Rogers like, man, that's, that's, I mean, because of them is the reason why we just cannot get, we don't have as many playoff wins as we would have wanted to. That's that starts with that. We, we we just can't beat those. We can never beat those guys consistently. And the worst the Bears. Part is they, they we're fine. They can beat them consistently. You know what That's I mean? Hall of Fame Hall of Fame quarterbacks for thirty plus years, and they've only won two Super Bowls with it. Can you imagine if that was us? And now, we I'll tell that, you, we'd be I'll, bitching about that until we died. 
Tell you what, like, man, I know Justin, I know a lot of people are, are, are jumping on like, oh, he's just a runner. He's just a runner. Even though he's setting some insane NFL records when it comes to running quarterbacks. Um, but to me, Justin always, to me, he always looks like a pocket passer first. I'm sorry. Like he likes to pass it first, then run. Meanwhile, when I watched Lamar Jackson from day one that I've seen that guy, he always felt like he wanted to run first. And then, like, passing was something that he was, like, forced into. Fields, to me, just seems like he wants to be that guy just is throwing bombs down, down down the field. And he just happens to be really fast. You know what I mean? That's his, like, secondary weapon. It's mm-hmm. not a primary weapon. So, right. man, like, we it's, – It's his go-to. Excited I mean, about it. Of course, it should be his go-to. St. Omni is asking, Shorty, you are adult? I think so. I have some gray in my beard. I don't know what that question means. Well, I think you meant to say you are an adult, but I just no, wanted I, to. I, no, I understand. Right. I, I don't know what the question means. Of course, I'm a fucking adult. What does that mean? Well, real quick, just to follow up my point about the playoffs. Uh, where's Jim Moore when I need him? But uh, the Bears, since Mike Ditka, are four and seven in postseason play. Four playoff wins in 30 years. That's sad. They beat Minnesota. In 94, they beat Seattle in 06, they beat New Orleans in 06, and they beat Seattle in 2010. Yeah, I know. It's, it's fucking awful. Aldo, jokes about the Packers. You know how I know you're a Packers fan? The cum dribbling out of the side of your mouth smells like cheese. <laughs> or the lady's vagina has so much like yeast infection that it's like cheese. You can, like, bake bread. It rises down there. Well, between the beer and the cheese, I imagine that's got to be some nasty yeast infections. Their breath but, probably smells like it, too. Dan, guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to jump. I'm going to have to jump off uh, my family. All right, Sonny. Actually, this is my, this is my son, Bodie. Say hi. He's a, hi. He's a, he's hi, a Bears fan. <laughs> sorry, Bodie. Sorry you're a Bears fan. <laughs> yeah man I, sometimes i think about that too i'm like man what did i get him into but, you know was, he, he's in for the ride now <laughs> so, i was actually hearing you guys in the car yeah. <laughs> awesome. so all right well, sorry, sorry we brought you in so late sunny no no worries i appreciate you guys uh it was awesome talking to you at least uh, you got to rant a little bit right yeah i was just gonna say yeah it gives me it gives me it gives me a chance to go through the week yeah. Don't let your hair on fire. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good. You guys have a good one. You too, buddy. Thank you, you too. Be well. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Oh God. Aldo's killing me over here. So, so, Retro says Packers fans don't let any come spill. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> So, Dan, I mean, are we – is it – come on. Finish, give me everything you have. Like, what else you want to bitch about? Well, I going back, you and I both were positive about the season, thinking that the Bears were going to win, at the very least because of the schedule and different coaching and all these other factors and variables. And to lose 9 out of 10 – that's only happened a few times. I mean, like I said, no two. They lost eight in a row. It, I, it maybe like six in a row in '89. 
that's when Ditka had the famous quote that like we 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 may not win another game this year, and they fucking didn't. Yeah. Uh, it's just it, it's one of those years, and there's too many of them. Yeah. There's just too many of them. Like nine out of we were two and one, two and yeah. one, and and now you're what three and three fucking ten. It's just God, my. I, 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 I don't know. The John Fox era had a lot of losses. This is yeah. This 2016, we were three and thirteen because there were still sixteen games then. Right. That was horrible. But this is turning out to be one of those all-time bad years. But it, it's so the juxtaposition of the positives of Justin Fields with those big runs and such. It's kind of hard to say it's as bad as say O2 or something, but in one regard it is. Mm -hmm. I, it's I because know. we've we've had so many games that were moral victories that we kind of looked past them because we still felt good on Monday. You know, and then we lose a a game to the Falcons we should not have lost. Then we get our asses handed to us by the fucking Jets and Mike White or whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> and and now we we were in this game the whole time with the Packers, and then we just let it just slowly slip away once again. Maybe and the Bears the Bears players are tuning that fucking Eberflus out. Like I no, said earlier, not. you can see them. You can see them, man. They're all playing for him on the field. It's quite obvious they're playing for him. They just don't have the personnel. And I think that they are all kind of like silently maybe giggling in the background because they're like, oh, we're going to get the second pick. <laughs> I don't know. Getsy really <laughs> let us down yesterday. The play calling in the third quarter and fourth quarter uh, was so conservative. It's like they were sitting on a lead and it's so transparent to everybody else watching that you can't, you have to keep playing this game aggressively because you know the officials are going to start giving Green Bay the fucking calls and to, we got to be fair. Rogers is Rogers, mm -hmm. so he does what he does, and it's always come back from the deficit against us. So mm -hmm. they they try to sit on the lead. So the offensive staff and and Eberflus is the coach, really let us down. The defensive coordinator, uh, Mister Williams, is 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 not very good. He's had a year to prove that now. The defensive line coach is terrible. And what about the fucking special teams with Hightower? Like you got Santos missing extra points all the time. And like we've talked about all the, the bad punt returns from Valus Jones and almost fumbling. And it's just like, it feels like the coaching staff isn't doing their job here. Did you see the interview with, um, with the special teams coach this week? He was just, he seemed nervous. <laughs> he should be. He should be. Yeah. That's one of the I – mean, we can say that we have enjoyed a wealth of special teams here in, in the mid-2000s, right? I mean, we know what special team – we know what it, what that difference makes to a team to win, right? Yeah, of course. And, and now we're seeing it this year just – I mean – Well, they sucked with that guy. games. That guy that was the coordinator under Fox, they were terrible underneath him too. I can't think of his name now. You know who else is bad as our wide receiver coach? I mean, when you got people like St. Brown dropping the, uh, the the terrible drop against the Dolphins, 
And then, like we talked about earlier, that route that that basically gave up an interception without any effort right. yesterday when it's a timing route. So Fields has already thrown the ball, and he's just like lollygagging. Right. You know where where's the hit system that you know that Eberflus was beating his dick about earlier in the fucking spring That's and the summer. Part of it is the hustle. Yeah, it like, he should turn around and catch that ball. St. Brown should be a healthy scratch in two weeks when we play the Eagles. He should not be. He's like, dude, you've you've blown two games now, two games, and I was a supporter of his because I thought, well, you know, fuck the guys, you know, making the league minimum, and our coordinator vouchers for him. So, and he he kind of got screwed in Green Bay. So, but like they said yesterday, he's a fucking scrub, and he uh, he seems to have proven that now. And with the, the lack of effort, they should hold him accountable. And against Philly in two weeks, he should be a healthy scratch. Well, they clearly game planned this game around him. And he had his best game of the season, but you're still seeing that he is not worthy of keeping. He's and not his brother. Unless they are like in a situation where there are wide receivers starved again next year, I can't see him making the team. I mean, well, he signed a one year deal. deal. Right. But they, I can't see them bringing him back. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, and but let's I mean, talk about Billis Jones. Like, uh, why isn't that? Where are the the quick passing plays that are designed for Billis Jones to get yak? Let me just interrupt that, that real quickly. What you need let me interrupt that real quickly. They they have to stop that fucking bubble screen. It doesn't work every time. They tried that two or three more times yesterday, and every time it lost yardage. Right. Can you please quit calling that? I think Valus may have been one of those yesterday. The play they always called a Mooney. I think one of them was the Claypool and then one was the Valus yesterday. And it never works. It loses fucking yardage over and over and over, but they keep running. When Nagy was here, pardon the, the reference, they always did that little flip, that little flip to the fucking tight end. I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. Stop you know what I'm talking about? The shovel pass, the little shovel pass they did to the tight end over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it never worked. And yeah. and uh, Getsy does that with that little fucking bubble screen. Yeah. It's just God, quit running I that know, it's, fucking it's getting, play. It's, it's not working. Go to something that's working better. Yeah. Why not? Um, against Philadelphia, I realize that St. Brown's a good blocker, but fuck, you've got Pringles a good blocker. Mm. So. And maybe longer contract. Yeah, maybe against Philadelphia, your starters should be Claypool and Pringle, and make Valus Jones your fucking third guy. And be like, dude, you're going, you're you're running pass patterns today. Go see what you can do, and of course, you can utilize Harry as well. But maybe you see what you got. Don't just try to give this little guy trick plays, little handoffs because he fucking fumbles any anyway. Mm -hmm. And of course, we saw in Dallas he dropped the deep ball. But, I mean, give him a chance to rectify that considering he's a third-round pick. I'm not going to shit on them for dropping that deep ball in Dallas, though, because they were driving the ball down our freaking throats. And if you would have caught that pass with, like, four minutes to go in the half and they would have gone and scored, that would have given them the ball back. They probably would have come right back and, and tied it up. But they actually ended up scoring on that drive still, and they ended up taking off time on the clock and left them with less than a minute. So – I that I'm fine with it worked out for us, but someone was referencing. I'm sorry, reading the chat about Dow Loggins and Adam Gase. Yeah, I wasn't talking about yeah. those guys. I was talking about the special teams coordinator under Fox. 
I, oh. I can't recall his name. I was saying that that the special teams was ex- really bad underneath that guy too. Mm-hmm. I can't think of his name though. He came from maybe from Dallas. When we got I can't him, think of his name either. I can see him in my head, but yeah, I I thought he was an awful coordinator too. Well, and then you had wait, that guy. No, it was it was this, wasn't it the same guy that uh, Nagy had because he kept him. No, no, no. Nagy's guy was the guy that that, that played that. He uh, he was the coach of that one game when Nagy was out with COVID or whatever. Yeah, I don't mean the that guy. I meant guy, the guy that Fox his name had. Is. Fox had a different guy. That either way, special teams, as everyone will tell you, haven't really been the same since Dave Tobe left. Right for the Bears. Oh. Clearly, right. So I mean, uh... and maybe Dave Tobe was helped out obviously by having Devin Hester. Right, of course. Because it's not like Dave Tobe's ever gotten a job anywhere else. I think he was in KC for a bit, and everyone said he should be a head coach, and he never got that opportunity because maybe most people know that, well, you're only sitting in this chair, sir, because you had 23. That just goes to show you why Devin Hester needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, He may get it this year. Right, he's, he's nominated again. So, I mean, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He changed yeah, the NFL. He changed that team. The team made it to the Super Bowl in part because of him. And they changed the game because of him. So he had a return for a touchdown in his first game ever at Lambeau in 06. Mm-hmm. When we beat the Packers 26 to nothing on opening day. Every Bucky time Mike he, McCarthy. Right. And every time you put that guy on prime time, he just lit it up. He the coolest one, the coolest one was against Kansas City. In 2007, it was week two, and there were pigeons and shit flying around. Like in one of his returns, like there was like a school. Is it a school? A flock? A flock? A flock? I think a flock of pigeons <laughs> were kind of in the screen in the in the shot with him on his return for the touchdown, which is just an an amazing like just visual. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, well I mean, yeah, here we go. Kitty was saving this. More Packer jokes from Aldo. The last time Aaron Rodgers saw a pussy, Brett Favre was still on the team. <laughs> oh, God. Another one. Once Aaron Rodgers retires, Green Bay fans will return to wishing they had running water and internet access. <laughs> Maybe Cliff will, too, after tonight's internet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, I think that's a good way to, to wrap up the show. This is just uh it's not been the season that we were both hoping for, Dan. That's for sure. No. I guess if we're gonna be positive, I think please let's be positive. I legitimately think as we were heading into week one, there was a question. Can Justin Fields justify the Bears, this new regime investing in him. Mm-hmm. Can he become a, you know, can he do something that says, okay, he's the unquestioned leader of the team. He's the quarterback moving forward. Mm-hmm. I would like to think in these first, God damn, uh, three and 10, these first 13 games, 10 losses, no less, that he still has somehow proven that he's the guy. And I think 
if we were being honest going into the season, if you told me that the Bears were going to be 3-10, and 10, but he acquitted himself to the point where the ownership and, and, and the coaches say, no, but we've got our guy, then I would say in itself, that's a small victory. No, that's a large victory. But the three wins and the 10 losses is really, really difficult to, to be happy about. But at least it feels like Justin Fields is the guy. Mm-hmm. And we haven't felt that way, you know. Like, I, I think we all Ever. maybe – a lot of people may, uh, may have felt when we traded for Jay that, oh, we've got a franchise quarterback now. And I know yeah. he had his detractors from the start. But still, on paper, it felt like – Kids 26 has a rocket arm. How could this go wrong? And of course, the we, Bears made it go wrong. I was set up ready for this quarterback to come in and just take this team over and boom, multiple Super Bowls. He yeah. almost got there once, and that yeah, was it. it. The that window was closed. A very exciting time. And you're right. He did almost get there once. It should have been, I mean, with the other injuries, you know, with, you know, seven plus winning, what was he, seven and two, seven and three when he got injured the other two seasons? Uh, yeah, they were seven, seven and three and eleven, and they started seven and one in 2012. Mm-hmm. And I know we're about to wrap up, but maybe it's because I'm in my 40s. But God, I gotta piss, man. Can you can you hang on? Can you talk to Kitty for a second? No, we can just wrap this up. All right, I I've got to take a piss, man. I'm so right, sorry. Well, we will see you next week on Bears Country Podcast on the Barham Network, and make sure you like and subscribe to this content because we also have Bears Country Podcast on our own channel. So until next week, Dan, you ready? <laughs> One, two, three. Bears. He's gone.